0: So all of this week we have readings from the Book of Revelation, the Book of the Apocalypse, uh, which obviously by their very name are going to be somewhat apocalyptic. Uh, So the end times and how these cosmic battles play out. Uh, So that's what our reading today is describing. It's uh, from chapter 15, it says, I John saw in heaven a great and wonderful sign. Seven angels bring the seven plagues that are the last of all because they exhaust the anger of God. Okay, this is the bit I like though. Uh, I seemed to see a glass lake suffused with fire and standing by the lake of glass those who had fought against the beast and won. Uh, we, I grew up on a farm and we had a Rottweiler and our Rottweiler was really, really nice when he was let out <clears throat> when he was allowed to roam around the place, he'd go for his little, his business, uh, up against the various car wheels, uh, and he was friendly out, not a problem, we could play ball, there were pictures of us when we were like four and five years of age, and the dog would be as tall as us like, and he's a Rottweiler with his big Rottweiler face, and, uh, but there was never a problem, no problem at all, but when he was locked into his area, so <clears throat> there was a wall and a couple of gates, and we had wire mesh on one of the walls. Well, uh, why mesh on one of the gates, uh, he would jump up, he would, grab, he would grab onto the gate with his paws and apocalyptic roars would come out of his mouth. So if you came into the yard, he'd grab the gate go, and it sounded like a T-rex was about to be released, right? So he was, within his area, he was ferocious. Now one particular morning, Uh, I'm not quite sure why, but a local farmer decided to go for a little wander around our yards. And um, so he opened, Bruno was the name of the dog, Uh, he opened Bruno's gate, closed the gate and turned around. And there's Bruno staring at him. Now, he must have been standing there, the farmer was standing there for about two hours before we came out, you know, after breakfast or whatever it was, and he was standing there pale as a sheet, I think his life passed before his eyes numerous occasions as Bruno stared at him, dripping saliva, for two hours, two hours. Uh, and it just, it's, it's a, I think, an effective image to understand how the enemy works. The enemy, uh, he's like a ferocious beast, but on a very short leash. He's... he's, he's, he's he has a certain amount of power. He is... We'd be very, very careful. You know that, that yin and yang sign, right? The whoop, oh, two dots. Yeah, yin and yang. So, like, there's, there's good and there's evil, and there's good and evil in equal measure. We'd be very, very careful <clears throat> in our Christian understanding that we never see Satan as kind of the equal opposite of God. There is no comparison. Okay, there is no comparison. God is almighty, creator of all that exists. And then there's this, the little toddler of, a, of, of satan down here like there's there is no comparison he's not balancing out god or anything like that there is no comparison okay so uh satan exists yes he has a certain amount of power he's quite a powerful angel but an angel a creature nonetheless so when we hear then about the fact that uh he's going to be defeated he knows that too he knows that he, he's, he's read the bible by the way satan has read the bible he knows it quite well uh, so he actually knows he's going to be defeated. But his pride will not allow him, could not allow him to change his mind, as in the decision he made to rebel against God because of his proximity to God, because he knows God far better than we do, his, the decision to rebel against God was made forever. So just to remind us, like when we hear the victory uh, over this beast, right? So John sees the lake, and there are, there's a crowd of people on the lake, those who fought against the beast and won. And just to be reminded of what that beast is, I saw a great sign in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet, and on her head a crown of twelve stars. She was with child and cried aloud in the pangs of birth. And another sign appeared in heaven. Behold, a red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and had seven diadems upon his heads. His tail swept down a third of the stars from heaven, they're the angels, and cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was about to bear a child, that he might devour her child when she brought it forth. See also, like, the link there between infanticide and evil, very, very apparent. This is the, the beast that, that was defeated. You know, so uh, St. Michael the Archangel uh, de- declares war on the beast, does defeat him, but we're, we're on this battlefield with him. So we're doing battle with evil, with, with the enemy, with the devil, uh, but not through our own strength. Uh, there's a, a movie out there as well, for those of you who are a little younger, called Shazam, where this quasi-superhero type guy has to do battle against various vices but the problem is he does battle against from, the problem from my perspective or from a theological perspective is that he does battle with these vices with his fists right so he takes on lust bang bang like that's not really the way it works you can't defeat vice with fists and kicks and flying really fast you know you, you just defeat vice with virtue uh, so when we take on the enemy, we don't have to kind of, I don't know, get all kind of built up and worked up or something like that. We, we, we defi- defeat evil with, with the power of God, not, not, with, not with our own power or grace or anything like that. It's all from God. So the smaller we are, the humbler we are, the more full of God we are, the more effective we are against Satan. And as, as we said before, we are on this battlefield whether we realise it or want it or not. The fact that we are on this earth means that we are on this battlefield. So we're, we're engaged in the battle whether we like it or not. And we can pretend that everything is okay and stick our heads in the sand, but I mean, the battle is still raging around us and we can still get shot. So we do have to protect ourselves, but the enemy is not almighty. The enemy will be defeated and he's... Powerful enough, but on a short leash. So how if you have a dog, a Bruno, a Rottweiler on a leash, what do you do? Stay out of range. He can roar and salivate and shake the gate all he wants. And as long as you don't go in, you're fine. Just don't get in range. So we don't open the door. (laughs) Don't open that gate. Don't open the, 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 the windows and doors of your heart to sin, to vice, to, to anger, to pornography, to uh, lack of forgiveness, to hatred, to jealousy of your neighbour who's bigger, better, faster, smarter, more land, better house, better car, whatever, all those kind of things. Just to not open our, no, don't open the windows and doors of our heart to, to those kind of vices that allow him in. We just stay out of range. Then we have nothing to worry about. Because the Lord has already won. The victory is already the Lord's. So we want to join in this wonderful chorus that's raised up in heaven in the sight of God. One day we hope to be part of that choir, united also with our brothers and sisters who have given their lives for love of the Lord. And so we pray that one day this too will be our song, How great and wonderful are all your works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are all your ways, O King of the nations. Who would not revere and praise your name, O Lord? For you alone are holy. Amen.